Yo, 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 yo. Welcome. Welcome to the High on LAFC podcast with your host, myself, Dylan Monroy, and my good, good friend, a crazy fan for LAFC, my boy, Jorge Martinez. Say hello. Yo, what's going on? Yo, bro. What a weekend, man. Dude, yeah. Another another exciting weekend in MLS for the books. Another exciting weekend for LAFC. Bro, this season is turning out to be extremely exciting. And the bank, man, I just oh. want to give credit. And where credit unreal. is due, the 3252 were absolutely on fire, loud, mm-hmm. energetic. And it was infectious because the atmosphere at the Bank of California was so good, right, bro? Dude, it was it was insane. Like it took the took the everyone took the energy from the the Trafico the, the Trafico game, and uh, they just care they're just carrying it and they're applying it here and, and we're having you know like the same sort of energy now here back at the stadium. Like it, it's it's crazy. Like I love it. Like this is, reminds me of how things were back and. Back before uh, when the season when we first started out, and, and I have a feeling that uh, things are gonna stay this way for a while. I think it's gonna be a crazy atmosphere. You're right. Going forward mm-hmm. with our big additions in Chiellini and Gareth Bale, which yeah. we're gonna talk about because we have to talk about it. But again, Bank of California Stadium, you are the best place to watch a football match in Los Angeles. No doubt. Just wanna point that out no doubt no doubt all right Jorge well let's get into the game um we have already talked about the atmosphere but this game against Seattle is always a difficult game because we have lost against them in big playoff matchups oh like I mean matches yeah when they have been not, not so um, I mean they, they always seem to you know make their way into playoffs and then you know once you're in playoffs anything can happen and and they seem to you know, have our number a few times. They have, and that's why it always is a difficult game when they come to our home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not only did we get the win, which is important, we kept up top, you know, we're at the top of the West, we're at the top of the league in the Supporters' Shield. But this game itself, I felt, was a tale of two different halves. Definitely. Because I definitely agree. In the first half, where all the excitement, all the goals, all the um, chances, it was back and forth. It was what we expected of LAFC versus Seattle Sounders. Yeah. It was living up to the hype. Yeah, it it, it lived up to the hype for a whole 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. But when it got to the second half is when I thought, what happened? It seemed slow. A lot of mistakes, a lot of chances missed, not even chances created. Yeah, the team that definitely much. dropped off too. Um, Seattle themselves also, I didn't see really, uh, you know, I kind of felt like they were just kind of sitting back a lot too. So it just, yeah, it just caught, like, it just got dull for all of a sudden, you know I mean? And it was weird because the, the game was so, like, hot right before. Like, it was insane. It was insane. There was multiple opportunities. Well, we can we can talk about the goals <laughs> because that's literally the half that only had goals. Yeah. Um, starting with Seattle scoring on the opening, um, it was kind of a bummer, especially because they were coming into our home. We've had that history with Seattle, and 
you know, it was unfortunate for Murillo who got his foot on it uh-huh. and turned but out I mean, to be an own goal. But yeah. realistically, I think had Murillo not even done that, it would have been a goal or a pass to, I think it was Lodeiro on the far post. Yeah, so I, th- I think, I mean, it, 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 who knows exactly what he would have done, right? But I, it's, it's pretty clear to me what most likely would have happened. And, you know, Murillo was just trying to do the best thing that he could do and, you know, try to intercept a block. But unfortunately, he ended up in the back of the net. And, you know, it's... Yeah, it was tough at first. I was bummed, bro, because I just didn't really... I just... I didn't want to believe it. It was just like, wow, man, it's always... Why are we Seattle? You know, why are we Seattle? And it was a little disappointing, but the, the, the team showed, like, just... A they lot showed of resilience, right? Yeah, Fighting. and yeah. Grit, they, I'll tell you what, dude, they did not back down. Like, if anything, that goal motivated them even harder because it, it, we just saw chance after chance. And we actually had a goal disallowed first. And a great, right. and it, dude, like, okay, it was disallowed, right? But this is the whole run of play. And then the, the finish at the end, you know, you get the ball from Sifu, who, you know, go ahead and gives it a Trezo's uh, boot across like practically the length of like you know a third of the field it felt like right. and um, but it was just he and he kicked it with purpose too you know he perfectly placed ball to Garlovella who just unfortunately has the ball you know bounce off his arm just it's we don't want to believe it but it's yeah, clear it hit his arm yeah. it hit his arm and it's just like damn just uh, ever so slightly but he did dude what a finish though like and I just and that was just like a It'll taste a little teaser of what was to come of the uh, of the rest of the match. Yeah, and and it, again, another beautiful goal by none other than Mahala. Oh yeah, Mahala. Mahala Opoku, dude, with a banger, a banger with the left foot, and He's- to me, this was like a big mistake by the Seattle Sounders, not you know stepping up on him when he wanted to take that shot. But Apoku to be aware of yeah, that. Yeah, they gave him the space, and he he just thought to himself, like, I got space. There it is. Boom. And he took his chance, and he's done it time and time again. Yeah, man. This just doesn't surprise me. a knuckleball. Just straight. Shoots bullets. Bangers. Opoku only scores bangers. That's all he does, dude. I don't think I've ever seen him score uh, a goal that wasn't a banger. And if it was not a banger, it was automatically a banger just because he scored it. <laughs> For real. Dude, yeah, he's he's been on fire. I feel like Opoku has become what Brian Rodriguez was supposed to. Yeah, I, I would agree to that, yeah. Because he's, you know, we've often seen Opoku playing on the, on the wing, and he has that sort of uh, explosive sort of style of play that, you know, he's very good on the ball, dribbling and going forward. He likes to drive the ball forward, take players on. Mm-hmm. But he has end product. He, he does have the end product that we assumed Brian assumed. Rodriguez was well, bringing say, with him. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Opoku, being 19 years old, you know... Still young and he's, developing. He's developing, and I feel like he is a little... Our gem... At our club. I think so. Because... He's something we have to hold on to. Or someone we should hold on to. He's improving at a quick rate, you know, because he scores goals, he makes assists, he makes the right pass, like you mentioned, with an end product. He isn't just showboating about with dribbles. He has purpose to what he does. And... For a 19-year-old to have that and be effective on an MLS team with players like Bale 
and Carlos Vela. Chicho. Chicho. It, it says something about the kid, and I it says so. something about how much he can or who he can be, like what his ceiling could be. I mean, he started this game. It's not the first game he started, and he's going to start other games. Like he's, he, I mean, any other team in the MLS, dude, I think he might be a starter. Well, had we not had the addition yeah. of Gareth Bale, I would have been okay with Apoku starting on oh, that left course. wing. I think we all, all were, I think everyone's a little bit tired of Raito. Yeah, because we saw him a little bit in this game in the part that was kind of like a dead space of the entire game. But, yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, Opoku gets that goal for us, adds the energy, and like ignites the bank. Like We already talked oh, yeah. about the atmosphere, but that goal really lit it up. And it's just like, it really changed the momentum. I, I feel felt. like once we, we got that goal, because we were we were driving and attacking a lot and a lot, and that wasn't the first you know opportunity that we had. And there was a lot of like saves that that, that Frey made. Brat, and was it? I don't know. What I think it's Stephen Fry. Oh, Stephen Fry. Yeah, Stephen Fry. But dude, Stephen Fry, he's he's proven to be a pretty good goalkeeper uh, within the MLS. One of the best. I, I, I think. I, I've, at least from what I've As seen. As an MLS. Play, goalkeeper yeah yeah Yeah, from what I've seen from him not just against LFC but the few times I've sat down and watched the Seattle game uh, you know I've seen him you know be a really effective keeper he makes a lot of saves a lot of important saves I think he's a great keeper so he came up big he made a lot of big saves too in this game but you know that was the whole thing is that uh, LFC was going forward you know really driving forward uh, and and trying to create opportunities which is really something we I, I, important that to note because I feel like there's been times during the season where we haven't seen that that like it's kind of like not like the there wasn't so many chances created like mm-hmm. you know that we were winning games in, in the beginning at least it took a little while to be going but now you don't really see that you see the players going forward you see dude Sifu oh, what did I say at the beginning of the season Jorge oh, about yeah. Sifu I, I agree he's He's gonna. He's gonna. I figured at the beginning of the season, Sifu was gonna take that extra step into becoming like a big player, not only on LAFC in the MLS, like as one of the better playmakers, one of the better box-to-box midfielders, mm-hmm. and he was gonna show it with stats. And he has scored goals and made a lot of assists. I, I gotta double check his stats right now. But he's been um, pretty effective since his arrival. To be perfectly honest, there's been there was a moment where he might have had a, like a small dip in form here and there. I think in the beginning of the season he had a slow start. No, I don't know if he had a slow start, but I think there was the time where he was just okay. Um, but aside from that, he's he's been pretty good all, all season. Uh, you know, aside from that one moment, and and just in general, his whole career here with LAFC, he's been pretty consistent. You well, know? he's been. Well, he has six goals and seven assists in 24 matches. So not bad. That's not bad, and I think he's showing ten goal contributions. Yeah, he. I think he'll beyond that. Maybe I'm guessing like 13, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's exactly where I figured he could be, and he just shows it on the pitch. His ability dribbling, his ability to pass outside Dude, the foot that we saw, like, the assist for the um, second goal. I think that's the thing too. It's that you don't just see it once but you see it multiple times in a game and you see it week in week out because 
uh, how often do we is it Sifu with the assist or Sifu with the goal you know and, mm-hmm. and dude a lot of his goals are outside the box well no he's had he's had a good yeah, few inside, inside the box yeah. but when when he creates the plays I feel like he always he drives from outside the box or at mm-hmm. least he, he takes the shots he's he does have a good shot from outside so he's just I think I think he's one of the better midfielders going forward in the league. Right? Or I know he's still young and developing, so maybe he might, be not, might not be seen at that level just yet. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in no time will he be considered one of the best midfielders in the MLS. There's no doubt in my mind. If not, like by well, the end look, of the season. You know, since we're already talking about Sifu, I think as he goes to this World Cup with Ecuador, I think he's going to have a fantastic World Cup, show off his skills, and earn a big money transfer to Europe. And I think he would deserve it. Oh, man. I'd be I, so disappointed. I would be so to, sad to lose him. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, think it's he's that good. I think he's that good of a player, too. He definitely has potential um, to, to play abroad in, in Europe. And if there's one thing we've noticed about LAFC is that they're not, uh, they're not shy on, you know, like, everybody has a price, is what I'm trying to say. Right. But, as we also have seen, is that LAFC is willing uh-huh. to put money back into of the course. club yeah. with big transfers, just like Bale and Chiellini. And not only that, but re-signing Carlos Vela. Carlo, exactly. exactly. Re-signing Carlos Vela, bringing in Costa. Uh-huh. So, big better presence, Max Capo. Like, we've seen, like, yeah. LAFC is willing to invest into the club, and for that reason, if we were to still this. I would hopefully trust them enough to bring in the right additions, you know, for that money or like part of that money. I'm sure. I'm sure there would be a player coming in with the with the amount of money uh, paid for that player. Because I mean, you figure he'd at least be like what, like five, five million. I think by the end of the World Cup, he'll be ten. Ten million. Yeah. yeah. I think he has that much, but uh, we shall see. Yeah, we'll I don't see. want to think about yeah, that because I want him on the club. I definitely want him on the on the club right now. That's what we have to focus on. That's what we're going to focus on. And well, moving on to the next thing, the next goal was actually by Carlos Vela from a Sifu beautiful pass, as we uh-huh. mentioned. Oh, just absolutely insane! And then Carlos Vela nutmegs Stefan Fry. By the way, not Stephen. That was my mistake. <laughs> um. Carlos Vela nutmegs the goalkeeper, scores the game-winning goal. Dude, we got to talk about how he finishes it, though. So, pretty much Sifu drops in a dime for our boy, King Carlos Like he does. (laughs) Just like any other day, doing what he does, dropping dimes. Drops a dime for him, like, on the sixth, just about on the sixth, maybe a little bit uh, above, or, you know, give or take five. But uh, it's he drops it down... And Carlos Vela has to stretch out and do this, like, half volley sliding shot. Because the ball is at just, like, this low, like, low mid, like, like uh, position, I guess you can say, off the, off the ground. You know, it's kind of like a, some weird half volley. It's like a quarter volley. <clears throat> so he's got to, like, slide down as he's going, like, for, like, some, like, volley, like some scissor kick. And he just, dude, just... Anyone else, dude, and, you know, I'm sure how many people would have just hit the ball up, but he just knew how to, like, hit it perfectly on the bounce, like, right before it. Like, this is the right angle to just hit it, and boom. Like, just, that had to be a pinpoint perfect shot. It had to be, because if not, it would have gone right right to him. The ball, it had the perfect amount of pace, too. 
So it was just, but it had to be accurate, and boy, it was. It really, really was that um, precise is the word I would use because you're like you said, the power was on point. It wasn't overly powerful, and it went right to the middle where uh-huh. he knew Stephen Fry's. You know, it's gonna go through him. Because Stephen Fry got big, he was really close. Like, but he left that gap. Carlos Vela is a different breed, as we've seen again and again. Um, but yeah, that would conclude the epic first half. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sifu oh. almost had a point. Uh, right, yeah, that was right. one of the saves that you know uh, that the Fry made. There was like a ball that Mahala, a our boy, again. Getting on, the, he created so many opportunities, and he could have had a brace, maybe even a hat trick, if I'm not mistaken, but for sure a brace, because he he had. We, I know we had. We said, I think he had like two shots where they could have gone in, but he just right. had. Uh, Mahala put it in the ball, uh, and then Chicho makes the run in on into the six yard box and gets the touch, but just Fry making just an absolute insane save. I mean, he was also really close to him, right? But I mean, just making himself big, knowing what to do in these situations and. You know, hats off to him, but again, you know, Chicho and Anopoku creating something. And I think this was the first game in four games that Chicho didn't score. So he was on a three game hot streak. So expect him to score at Salt Lake. Yeah, he's going to do it. At Salt Lake, I bet on Chicho, but we'll get to that game in a minute. Um, yeah, there was also, Jorge, one big shot. By Chiellini. Oh man, that yes. was quite unexpected. But Stefan Fry got his hand on it because if not, that was a goal. Dude, it was going on, and it's crazy because it was a uh, Chiellini's old homies were there too. You know, Juve, Juve was in the house. They're sitting, you know, front row, and they're right in front of that shot. And he even turns to them, and they're all just like, "Oh shit! Like we can't believe it. You're, yeah, like, you're not I that guy." Wish, yeah, no, he isn't that guy. But like, I wish he would have scored that. Like, I think that would have been insane. That would have been an insane uh, celebration. That would have been on definitely number one on ESPN's top ten because that shit just Dude, doesn't that happen. Yeah, dude, that, that would have been crazy. That, that would have been insane. But that just goes to show that he has that in his locker, and you never know. We might get that here and there from him. You never know. Maybe they didn't let him do that on Juve, so yeah. he has freedom here in LAFC. So he was up pretty high. <laughs> I'll take it. Chiellini, I welcome it. But yeah, um, yeah. moving on to the second half, as we mentioned, like there weren't so many chances in this half. Um, it just felt like you said that... Seattle almost surrendered in a way. Their energy wasn't as high. But at the same time, LEFC matched that, you know. I mean, they energy. still tried going forward and creating opportunities, but and a lot of it, you know, ineffectiveness, no no real, like, um, opportunity. I think there was a few here and there. And I think it was like up to the 65th minute, there was like an, an opportunity or two. But after that, it, it just got really dull and we were just kind of waiting for the whistle. It's, it felt like. But, Jorge, although this second half may have not had the goals, the back and forth of the first, it did have the home debut of Gareth Bale being oh, yes, welcomed to the Bank of California Stadium onto the pitch for the first time. Yeah. But, yeah, I remember when we, we, after watching the game, kind of feeling like, you know, it was just a little unfortunate because... Uh, 
yeah, it was it was great to see Gareth Bell, you know, make his own debut. But it almost seemed like the team was kind of looking for him, you know, like they wanted him to get his his uh, his home debut goal, you know. But if I, I if the team more would have just like focused on playing for the team, then I think you know we would have got that goal. Yeah, um, on multiple occasions, I felt that you're right. Like we we talked about this after the game for sure that they were really focusing on Bale. Like, they, they didn't really go with the flow of the game, and I feel like that uh-huh. that kind of goes against a game plan. It doesn't really keep the consistency of what you were building on earlier, yeah. the momentum. And Bale, I mean, started on the left, was drifting kind of about the entire uh-huh. pitch. But um, he was being looked at, sought out too much, and Gareth Bale is a five-time Champions League winner. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, whatever. He won a ton of trophies at Real Madrid if this team just had played their game like normal Gareth Bale has the technical ability the footballing brain to be aware of where he needs to be in order to score assist Uh be the right pass so that's my only critique about this game so I hope moving forward we don't do that purposely looking for Bale. Um, yeah, and I think they'll probably look back at this game and really realize that. Because to me, it seemed pretty obvious. There was, there was I remember, there was one time in a build-up play where I, 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 Ilya Sanchez even actually kind of turned back around and I think played the ball back to Bale. But he, could, he had opportunities going forward. I don't know if he was just trying to, like, you know, slow down the, the play, what his thought process was, but, but it really looked like to me in that time that he was looking for Bale. Or to give Bale the, you know, the, the ball so he can go forward with it. But in the end, you know, didn't work out. Bale didn't get his goal, but he's got his home debut. And we'll be excited to see him next time oh, hell yeah, dude, at I'm the bank. Excited. So that's sh- the fact that Bale plays at the bank now yeah, is a big deal. That's so awesome to me, dude. It's crazy. We have an exciting season to come oh, at yeah, the there's bank. There's definitely more to come. There's definitely more to come. We're definitely going to see way crazier stuff. We're going to see it better. I think we'll see him. We're definitely going to see more. Definitely agree. He's played, I think, five minutes more each and every time. So he's getting there. Um, moving on to actually another game that is going to be played this week on Wednesday in the yes, middle of the week sir. as a friendly. And it is the preview to next year's League's Cup. That will start in next year in 2023. Mm-hmm. And Jorge, Jorge Martinez, you will actually be there for yes, LAFC versus Club America mm-hmm. at SoFi Stadium. Yes. Are I you excited will. about this Dude, game? Dude, I'm excited. I've never been to SoFi, so this is going to be a, a whole new opportunity for me. Uh, you know, it, it, it's I, I did go to Legion Stadium and see Chelsea play, so I have an idea of what is to come. But I mean, from what I've heard from you and others, is that it's like crazy. It's two billion dollars better than uh, Allegiant, I believe. Damn. I think it was five billion versus Allegiant's three. I definitely don't have that kind of money. I can tell you that right now. But that just you'll see when you go to SoFi Stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. Just parking is pretty bad so oh wow yeah that's gonna suck especially on a Wednesday but yeah I can imagine <laughs> but what are you expecting about the game because are you expecting players like Bale Chiellini and and um, 
Carlos Vela to be on the pitch. So I actually heard through the grapevine, I don't know if this is true, but I I, 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 want, I really hope it's not. But I think Bale is uh, set to start tomorrow. Bale is set to start tomorrow? Yeah. Whoa. That's a big deal, man. It is a big deal. And I don't think he has played a whole 45 minutes. So no, he he hasn't not yet. So this will this will definitely be interesting. I it's I was not expecting to see him start this game in particular just because you know it's Club America and I've been watching their their games. They've been they've been getting into some scrapes. <laughs> yeah, but mo- I feel like La Liga MX teams in general are a little bit more aggressive uh-huh. as a, a you rowdy. know more yeah they just hit the tackle a little bit harder. A little bit rougher. So we'll see what happens. I, I hope Bill's going to be all right. I, don't, I, I also feel like at this point, too, the America players, I think a lot of the important players aren't going to be there anymore either. I feel like they, they are going through the same thing. Because they've been going on, like, uh, you were telling me, um, this is gonna be, they're going to play eight games this in one month. Yeah, they've been, they have played eight games in the past month in July versus Liga MX teams who've only played four games, uh-huh. maybe five, in one month, which is a big difference so they've been they've been in a lot of traveling dude that's that's tough because they've been traveling to the states back to mexico back to the states boom yeah. boom boom like every every few days that's that's rough yeah honestly for their liga mx season that's a big bummer but truthfully i don't care for america yeah, <laughs> yeah it sucks i mean any other team would probably pay, uh, give it you know feel more pity but no that's it moving on because america sucks but yeah uh I think we'll still see some good players, some uh, great players on on America. I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, like Ochoa will, will play like 35 minutes and then come off. But um, we'll see. I thought uh, originally it looked like Bella came off injured, so he wasn't going to, I was assuming he wasn't going to play, but I think he also is going to, I don't know if he's going to start or not, but I think. I, think I really play. hope we don't play Bella just uh-huh. because of his injury history. We have a game on Saturday versus Real Salt Lake that actually matters in the league. Plus, I feel like every five days of know. rest. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to play against America. Maybe 20 minutes at the very end of the game. Sure, but uh-huh. I think it's not ideal for players. And just like the America situation with playing so many friendly games, I, don't, I know this is only one for LAFC, but it's still adds like fatigue to the players uh-huh. you know what I mean yeah exactly and I mean I know that this is going to be more normal next season with uh, this being a competition an official competition uh, competition but at this point right now the game doesn't mean too much it's more like, so it's just kind of like a kind of a nuisance I guess you can say because it's right in the middle of our season but it'll still be cool aside from all the complaining it's still going to be fun it's going to be exciting it's going to be a good game either way. We know how LAFC is. We know what kind of show they're going to put on, and it's going to be amazing. America also brings the heat, too, so we'll see. I think it's going to be a good competitive match, so it'll be exciting for sure. It's going to, yeah, I think I'm hoping it's a sold-out event because America's fans come in numbers, so. Yeah, they do. We'll see what yeah, happens there. There's a lot out here in LA, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like I'd mentioned, after this game, we play in the MLS on Saturday against Real Salt Lake. And that's at 7 p.m. Pacific time, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Brian Salt Lake is a playoff team. They're in fifth place with 34 points. Mm-hmm. They're still, I feel like, not on our level because <laughs> we have 48 points, but it's still a big game. You know, I just think we're that, going right? away from home. It's a you know we've had a short week with the addition of the America game. I think it's going to be a tough matchup just because of that. Um, what do you think, bro? Well, I think right now every game, every game really does matter. You know, like it's important for LAC to to get the win every single game that they can uh, because it's there's just you don't want to slip up points and. Um, and, and drop off right at the end of the season. You know, we, we've seen that happen time and time again. Not necessarily to us, but other teams in other leagues. It just it happens in sports. So I really think they should try to carry this momentum and you know try to go on, keep keep this unbeaten run, uh, and win this game, especially against a team like Seattle. You know, or sorry, Salt Lake. It's important to like those are the games that you really you really need to, to like you know like not right. drop off and not just be like oh it's just real salt lake and blah 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 you know that, that you don't want to fall into that trap because then you know they'll there's the classic underdog story and you know off a counter and blah 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 and the next thing you know it, it you're fighting you're you're farting uh, you're farting <laughs> <laughs> you're fighting you're fighting to get back into the game you, who knows might, we might be two and two so but you know you just you don't want to lose these games <laughs> No, no. Like, right now, as we have our four-game win streak, I think we should keep this momentum going. We have the new additions. Bale, Chiellini are doing great. Opoku's in good form. Chicho's in great form. See, like, everyone is in great form. We got to keep this consistency moving forward because, mm-hmm. you know, we want to win that Supporter Shield. We want to win the MLS Cup. We want to show that we are we are the dominant team here yeah, in the MLS. MLS yeah. Not only that, but you know, winning the supporter shield, we get that automatic first buy. So yeah, that, that's important too. It's something we definitely want to try to get. So I, I think, I think LAC is going to bring, you know, bring it. I don't think they're going to back off. I, I think we've seen that they're, they don't, they don't take lightly. They don't think too lightly of any of every opponent, uh, any of the opponents really, and they want to, you know, go forward and and, and take on everyone. So I, I'm really excited for what's to come, and I think it's a. I think we're going to see a good game this tomorrow and this weekend. I think it's going to be a LAFC fun-filled week. Oh, definitely, dude. Um, with an epic game against Club America at SoFi Stadium. And again, Saturday, making the move to Utah mm-hmm. against Real Salt Lake and trying to continue their dominance in the MLS. Yeah. I mean, if we lose tomorrow, I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I don't mind. I'm still, it's still going to be fun. Uh, but I get the feeling we're not going to lose. We shall see. Uh, but that it will be interesting uh, about Gareth Bale. Oh, mm-hmm. and I also wanted to mention, Kellen Acosta should be back in the oh, lineup yeah, back in the versus uh, Real Salt Lake. Salt Lake I'm because, sure he'll play. Um, apparently he had had accumulated too many yellows and that's why he had to miss the previous game against Seattle Sounders. So we'll have him back in the midfield, which I think will add more stability, which mm-hmm. I think definitely was lacking uh, versus Seattle. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. I think oh, so too. Obviously, he's a fantastic player, so it'll be great to have him back. Oh yeah, dude. And I think uh, that should be it, bro. Yeah, that's just about else? covers it. No, dude, that's all I can think of. Alright, man. Well, 
I hope you guys have enjoyed another episode of High on LAFC. Um, we look forward to talking to you guys next week about our big wins yes, against sir. Club America and, we, and Real Salt Lake. Yes, uh, I will be there tomorrow. I'll be there, you know, bringing you guys some 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 footage, some content. I'll be there recording and sending you guys everything that I can, so you guys can see what it's like, you know, what it's going to be like for the World Cup too. Ooh, the excitement. I cannot wait. Well, guys, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Later, guys.